Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I thought defensively we Marek did a great job in the middle. Uh, knocking balls away and playing inside. They were trying to get it inside the whole game. Offensively, we were really good for a stretch. Got out. We got some loose balls because of Marek. And uh, we got out on the break. And ties, you know, in the open court's really good. Um, you know, we had the lead. And, you know, we just made bad plays. Frank is not making shots. And he's just not getting by people. He has to settle for a jump shot. We need him to get by earlier. He got by a couple times, but he just hasn't been making anything. After those comments, Coach was asked about the balance at point guard between Buddy Bayheim and Frank Howard. You know, he's made him. He's shooting 30, he was shooting 36% for the year. He didn't make anything tonight. That's tonight. Buddy missed the six straight last game from the three, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Try to be uh, accurate with what you're doing. Frank Howard's going to play, okay? Plus, he has two more games where he doesn't make any shots. <laughs> then we'll reevaluate it then. Coach was asked about what Percet is doing better after his third straight double-double. He's rebounding, going inside better, you know. He's not taking three or four threes. He's getting to the basket. That's what he does best. Uh, he still works on his shooting every day. He still makes shots in practice. I think he can make them, and I, I think he will make them for us. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. Are we the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a platform? So, uh, the Orange weather a late 14-0 run by Boston College at the Dome. And, Bo- and Buddy Beheim has another career day. So, you'll hear from us. We'll hear from you in the Fan Feedback Top 10. And Syracuse will head to NC State to face the Wolfpack Wednesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. But first... We all need tickets, right, for something at some point. And if you're online searching for tickets, go to TixBlitz.com. This is the official ticket provider for the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticket providers that sneak in the extra fees and unexplained service charges at TixBlitz, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees should not prevent you from seeing the sporting event and concert of your choosing. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code Promo code armchair at checkout to receive 5% off the total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. Ticks, blitz, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. So we are going to talk about the um, the Boston College sequel. But first, yes. Uh, why don't we just clear the air about our comments on Frank Howard 
in the audio card that kind of ruffled feathers a little bit last episode. You know, um, just from my perspective, I didn't think it was a big deal. I had no idea that people were going to get so upset about it. And, <laughs> and maybe part of it was because I didn't see what else, who, who else was saying other things besides our own fan feedback. Maybe there was right. a lot of people trashing them on Twitter that were, that I, I didn't, I just didn't see it. You know, I, I go on Twitter for the games and I'm pretty much done until the next game. Unless I got, right. unless I'm going to post something about the audio card or whatever. So, right. um, I'm not on there all the time, but, um, no, and the audio card was edited, and again, I mean, that's just it's to try to get people to, it's to listen to the podcast. Yeah. So if you listen to the podcast, then you can understand a lot more about what we were talking about and how we really weren't dogging him as a player. Not everybody is a leader, and that was just a question that came up because the fans and fan feedback over throughout the season has questioned his leadership. So we kind of threw it in there and just made some comments, and then you kind of plucked some things from our conversation and it sounded like that and people kind of took it and ran with it. I, I plucked anyways. it one-sidedly on purpose. Right. And, and well, like I said, the point is to get people to listen to it. Right. Don't just and, listen to the small little audio and take that by, at face value, you know? I Someone said, oh, you posted an out-of-context uh, clip? And, and, you know, I don't, I don't respond to I don't respond to snark and things like that on Twitter. It's not worth my time. Um, if you wanted to DM me and have a private conversation, I'm not going to have a Twitter battle. Um, it's just, right. it's not worth my time. I have other things to do, but, uh, yeah, it's out of context. Of course it's out of context. The 52 minute or 50 minute episode, I posted one minute that was chopped up, but here's the thing. I was harder on seven, seven and eight year old boys when I coached basketball than I, than I have ever been on any of these kids for the, for the Syracuse team. So don't ever think, by the way, that, when we when we're getting on uh, the SU players, football or basketball, it's not it doesn't come from a place of malice. It just comes, it's just analysis. It's right. there's no denying what I said. Not what I what I was saying about Frank was not untrue. Right. It, in, in, it's an observation. It's an observation. It's just you know I love Frank Howard. Frank Howard. We've been talking about Frank's attitude and stuff like that going way back, man. Way right. back. I, so, you know, I saw a lot of stuff, people virtue signaling about it, that when I went through their Twitter feed, they dogged Frank Howard too. But So mm. you could say he sucks, at, he sucks playing the game or he's awful playing the game, but as soon as you question his leadership, then, all, then oh, well, you just, you know, mind blown. But here's the thing. Um, you know, he's in a position where he needs to be a leader. It's not like I'm questioning Dolezal's leadership. I mean, it's not... It's yeah. not really his. Well, point guards are look, looked at for that. Right, so. exactly. So, hey, and I don't ever want to, I don't ever want you guys to think that um, I'm dogging players out of a place of just to be mean. It's not it at all. Right. It's not it. Right. And, and no. you guys, the people who listen are the only ones I care about. I couldn't care less about what people on Twitter think. I don't. Because it was funny because the split was at Twitter and then you go to Facebook and Facebook was, there was general conversation about it. People disagreed. It was fine though. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It was a totally right. different tone on Facebook than it is on right. Twitter, and it's always like that. So whatever, uh, take it or leave it. I'm not going to sit here and fluff everything all the time. I don't think anybody would want to come to a podcast where two Syracuse uh, uh, sports fans are talking Syracuse sports, and all we do is fluff it all the time. It's not fluffy. Right. 
you know? No, so, no exactly. Um, anyway, all right, so that's that. I just wanted to clear that up because I did – there was a point in time where I just felt terrible that, that even any of that even happened. And then I listened to it again. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? You guys are – people are being too sensitive. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, so that's it. That's the last time I'm going to talk about it. Um, uh, all right, the, the quads broke down like this now. The new net rankings came out today. Syracuse sits at, well, they're 4-0 in quad four. Fantastic, okay? Uh, that None of that looks like that's going to move. So we're solid. Right. We're solid there. So good, good. 8-2 um, and two in quad three games. Played a ton of quad three games. Some of these have slipped. Some of these were quad two games. The Notre Dame one um, jumps out at me. Or no, that's still that still is a quad two. Okay, but right. uh, eight and two in quad three, three and two in quad two. Um, Clemson, Notre Dame, and at Pitt and at Notre Dame were the three, and then we still got UConn and Oregon, the two ugly losses at um, Cuse in the city. And right. then quad one is two and three, pretty decent. OSU and Duke are our wins, and Buffalo still solid in the net rankings. Uh, at, I think, uh, 22. 22. Yep. And Virginia Tech, obviously, they'll stay there. Florida State, they'll stay there. And um, those were the losses. So, yep. solid net rankings. Now, it begins, though. I think, uh, well, well, we'll talk about it, but this NC State game coming up, it'd be another big one. be another big one. And that will be a quad one game as NC State will be on the road there, and there are 35 in the net. So, yep. solid. Uh, it's a great opportunity to get a, a quad one win on a, t- on a team we can beat. So, we'll get, in, yep. we'll get into that. Um, so, it was Syracuse did lead by 10 points in the second half. Then they went on a 13-3 run with Tyus Battle taking over the game at that point. He had 11 points in that stretch. He just seeing red again, and that's what we love out of second half Tyus, and we, mm-hmm. we saw it against Duke. It was very similar. Uh, just taking it to the hoop, and boy, when he's on a breakaway, man, don't, don't, he's like a freight train. Um, oh, yeah. With the score at 60-40 to 40 at that point, then BC goes on a 14-0 run, and I thought, are we seriously about to lose a quad three game, blowing a 20-point <laughs> lead to Boston College at home in the Dome? But uh, within six would be as close as BC would get as Syracuse would hit their free throws. Holy cow, down the stretch to get the W. Uh, the Orange need to win the games that they should, and they did, improving to 17-7 and seven and 8-3 and three in ACC play. A great bounce back for Buddy after struggling yes. against the FSU defense. A career-high 16 points paired with three steals, and Buddy is becoming good at what he does. He was drawing some extra attention from the BC defense, and... Uh, um, you know, well, we had the guy that didn't have a great bounce back, and that was Frank Howard. One for nine, uh, three points, one assist, one rebound. Uh, we're going to need Frank to play to his potential in these last seven games heading into the tournament time. He got seven games down the stretch before the ACC tournament, and this, the schedule is going to get brutal, and he's got to get better. Brissett, though, with his third double-double in a row, and I'm buying into Brissett right now. It's good to see. <laughs> we need that. 12 rebounds, 12 points. Dolezal uh, leaving his mark. You like that? See what he did there? As usual, yeah. as usual, he had um, things that, on the stat sheet that just are, 
they matter. And things yep. that didn't ma- make the stat sheet that mattered, like tipping balls back and such. Uh, seven mm-hmm. points, five rebounds, three assists, four steals, and two blocks. Syracuse shot 42.3% from the field, 38.9% from behind the arc, and 80% from the line. As I mentioned, that was the difference in the closing of the game, in my opinion. Bowman, despite being benched for four minutes, scored 21 again. That's what he scored last <laughs> time. And Chapman was held in check for the most part with 12 points. The orange D was solid, holding Boston College to 33.3% overall. Syracuse turned 18 Boston College turnovers into 25 points. That's freaking awesome. Uh, While BC scored five points off the Orange's 13, the Orange had the upper hand in the all-time series, 49-26, to and we were out-rebounded once again, 37-34. Winning the games we should, Joe, and we did, and it was good to see you get out of there. I was a little nervous, but um, I don't think I was ever... Anyway, it got to within six. I was getting nervous. Yeah, I think the game was just too sloppy. I just never thought they were going to – don't get me wrong. I was nervous, but I just never thought that they were going to get close enough to really to really make it to where they, I thought they were going to come back. We just – Ty's battle wasn't going to let us lose that game. So he was going to hit a shot when it got too close. Uh, and really just – I mean, I don't – I feel like neither team really shot other than the little – the little uh, – the couple little – Runs that we had, you know, the first the first half with uh, Buddy Beheim, and then you know, Merrick hit a three, and then uh, in the second half with with Tyus Battle, those were like two runs. Other than that, you know, there wasn't really a lot of high percentage shooting, and you know, we just <clears throat> kept the lead based upon our free throws, the three free throw percentage. We can finally say it's so hard to say because I don't. You know, it's just been, we never say we never say that. It's been about three games. Uh, yeah. So and then uh, the turnovers as well. So um, overall, good win. Like you said, you have to uh, you have to win those games. Yeah. And you know that yeah. Kai Bowman's tough, but yeah. I mean, we stopped chatting. Does he hit some freaking amazing shots? He hit the same exact shot. I know the one in the corner. Yeah. And 100%. I'm like, I mean, as soon as he tossed it up, I couldn't even see him. And I said, it's going in. I knew it. Mm-hmm. It was the same shot. You're right. It was the same spot in the court, too. Yeah. Same exact shot. And I thought he was going to hit that last one to uh, at the end of the game. Oh, that would have helped my, you uh, out, huh? That would have helped you out. That would have helped in my book <laughs> if I got a little bit. Now, you know, 10, 10 and a half points. That's a lot of points. Uh, and I don't even know what he did as far as team violations. but Yeah, it's being held under wraps pretty good. But what, Yeah, but that's my – I get it. Four minutes. But, I mean – you can't play for the first four minutes. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Big That's what I'm saying. Like, you might as well have not even done anything. Yeah. Why cause a controversy? <laughs> Unless it's one of those things where it gets called up. I don't know if the NCAA can get involved with that or if they find out, like the school finds out or something. I don't know. Maybe well, they're just team, doing it. It to... said team violation, though. So, I don't know. I don't think Yeah, but if the school rules. knows the team. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. It, it, it gets muddy. Right. Yeah, you just so. want to cover C, uh, you know, CYA, man. You know. Oh, absolutely. So yep. yeah, but the kid's a difference maker, and he's I think he's a junior this year, right, Joe? Yeah, he'll probably be going to the league. Yes, though. please go. Holy cow, I'm so sick. Of <laughs> right? You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. There was another slow one by Hughes. Yeah, he struggled um, a little bit, man. He was, um, you know, three for seven, hit one, one for four in his three pointers, but. You know, he had a block and a couple steals, seven points. But, you know, yeah. when he's when he's held in check, Buddy can shine. 
It's it's yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like you can't guard them all. And just imagine when when Gerard's out there next year. You know, you well, yeah. you have Buddy Gerard and Hughes on the floor sometimes all at the same time. That's yeah. But look, I mean, you know, but we're not going to beat good good teams with this with this box score when you really look at it. When you see Frank Howard and Chukwu yeah, putting together yeah, those yeah. that stat line, Chukwu. I mean, what they almost came back and got within six. Uh, we ended up obviously winning by eleven, but uh, I mean, Buddy Beheim putting up sixteen, Dolce filling you know stuff in the stat sheet, Brissett with his third straight double double, and Tyus Battle has very very high percentage, uh, twenty one points. Yeah, eight for thirteen, and, and, and right. just Chuku is one. One point and six rebounds, I think, in the last two games. It's freaking bad. I know. It's bad. Uh, Yeah. They got to do better than that. We're going to NC State, and one of those guys, along with the others who did play, at least one of them is going to have to step up, whether it be Frank or Pascal. Someone down low is going to have to be, you know, you got uh, like Jack Salt, you know, for UVA. He's just going to smack Chuko around. It's not even going to be close. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he, you're gonna have to. Uh, he's gonna have to play. Anybody played? He played great against Duke, which is like his best game of the season, and it was like to- yeah. a total shocker. So sometimes when we need Chuku, he comes through, and yeah. it's just it's kind of like go figure. But yeah, anyway. again, Brissett had I think a few too many turnovers for my liking, and sometimes Hughes. Uh, I question some of the. Uh, Question is ball handling is the only thing I question. But he well, did, though, that one turnover he, did, he had, that should have been a wide open layup, and he just didn't keep his eye on the ball and catch it. And then you see what he did. Yeah, he did again? the same thing. Him and Chapman do not like one another. He slapped the ball out of his hand again. Did the same thing. Same thing. I'll tell you what. If the refs would have done their homework, that would have been an automatic T, without a doubt. It might have been because he grabbed the ball. He smacked the ball out of his hands again. But at that point, I mean, Chapman had he just laughed about it. And I don't think Elijah Hughes is going to stop that time. So maybe, maybe, but he hunted maybe they're that one friendlier out. than it looks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> May, well, yeah, you never know what what goes. Maybe you know. maybe they're he's just toying. Maybe with he's, he's just oh yeah. Well, maybe he just said something funny after and yeah, and he exactly. laughed about so, it and it wasn't that big of a deal. We don't know what's said and they right, either, they right, either right. can't stand each other or they're and... right exactly they either can't stand each other or they're pretty cool with one another that's how i look at that so yeah uh yeah anyway same exact thing happened yeah so yeah it's pretty funny. Uh, it, it was but um so yeah i mean what do you want to hear from fans what do you want to do yeah let's do that i mean we threw it got it done so yeah all right it is time let's go it's time to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, by now, well, most of you, there's new listeners all the time. So, hey, if you don't know already, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, at Cuse Militia is the, the universal handle there. And I always propose the question at the end of every game. And that is where I prompt you to leave your thoughts on the game. So. Here we go. What are we starting with here? We're going to start with Facebook. And uh, Zach says, if you remember Zach's comment last week, he said, Tyus point guard, buddy dropping threes, what'd I say? Right. <laughs> that was, that That's was... what you're going to see when Frank Howard struggles. Like what 
Jim Beheim said in the press conference, Frank's going to play. He's a senior guard. Uh, and we, if we want to make any type of run in the, in the tournament or have a more successful season than you know what we could have, then he needs to step up. Yeah. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like that's just, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I mean, it can, we can sit here and we can patch together wins with Ty's battle and, and buddy Beheim doing that. I, but I don't think like we, go ahead. Like we just said, you're just going to be no postseason tournament success with Chukwu and uh, Howard. Frank Howard playing the way they are. Right yeah. Now. And you know, I don't think as far as a regular season goes, I don't think there's any more patching together wins. It may be wake forest. You can patch one together, but Maybe uh, one out of seven, possibly. But yeah, well, we were that, talking about that last game of the year with Clemson, but true. Don't don't look now. They've won four straight. Just beat Virginia Tech yesterday. Yeah, and they're fifteen and eight, and they're higher than us in the net and like Ken Palm. Anything, any type of analytics and we websites gotta, that I see. Yeah, and we got to play them at home too. By the way, Syracuse is a forty-nine in the net and Clemson is 37. So they're on fire. Um, Steven says we avoid avoided a bad loss in the disappearing duo of Pascal and Frank again showed up. Not a good sign, Joe. I mean, Mm. you want to piggyback on that? We kind of just touched on it, but well, yeah, it's again, what we've talked about for majority of the year. Uh, As we go through this, this season, you start to see what your team is and you look at potential trying to maximize that. But it doesn't always happen, and that's really where we're at. I mean, I think we know the things we need to to win on, as far as you know, in in, in the games that we touch on every single day. But now we've identified the players and the roles and everything like that. We know what type of teams we can beat when they don't play good, but we know we can't beat the real good teams if they do, or you know, if they don't. I should say. So right, and you know, deep, you know, Tyus in his post game was talking about defense leads to wins, and that's where we need Pascal. Need him yeah. on defense. Yeah, and we've always been on. We've always been like that. As far as we don't, uh, we don't need him to score. To score. Right. I mean, that's just a cherry on it's top. Nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if he can come in and he can put, you know, mid to high twenty minutes of great defense and just stop that stuff, put in, get great rebounds and blocks and that kind of stuff and have good energy. That's all we need from him. It's kind of like you you just touched on it. And I was just about to say, it's the energy, man. It's not so much the effort as it is like just the movement. So, uh, Brandon says we need to be up by seven or down by seven points in order for us to play our game. Never (coughs) seen that before. However, they play better when Howard was benched. Um, you know, I didn't really. I don't know. Howard was benched so much that I didn't really see it. But the, the in the, in the second half there, when they went on that run, I don't know if it had anything to do with Howard being benched. It was freaking just Tyus. I mean, he had like I don't know how many fast break points he had, but it had to have been double digits, right? Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, he was freaking. He was like he was running down there like a a charging bull. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's uh, kind of Ty Bowman's game too. By the way, it was kind of back and forth a little bit there for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. They um, they just Frank Howard needs to be able to play like we said. Like he has to be able to play. I know it looks good right now, and again, when he doesn't play good, then Beheim is going to put Ty's battle at the point guard, and then he's going to bring Buddy in. You know, and Buddy, he's got a few things that he's better at than Frank. 
But Frank's got more things that he's better than a buddy and that he's shown historically. It's just getting the consistency out of it. So it's going to be one of those things. I feel like every single is it going to be the disappearing duo? Who's going to play good? Who's not going to? You know, we we start getting used to Chuku playing good and we think that he's back and then it's like only two, three games. Yeah, he was so solid for two games in a row. And then, and then Frank Howard, same thing. Yeah, and then even Brissett, yeah. I mean, he's done three in a row. But, I mean, he's done some disappearing acts, too, this year. So, again, it just comes down to what we, we peg on is just the inconsistency of this. And we haven't seen it. And we just never know what we're going to get from most people every single game. Right. And the good – I'm going to give you the good and the bad of Brissett. The, the bad first. He's 0 for 4 from 3 in the last four games. Oh, I knew. You always – Bang on him about shooting the, threes, but the, go ahead. The, the good news is the good. Yes, he's only shot in he's four, only right? Shot oh, four. Okay, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> good. Look, now, how man, did you see he's that got, coming? He's got three double doubles. But oh, the good yeah, thing about absolutely. him, absolutely. The three. The good thing about him is that you see he looks more into the game. Yeah. You know, when you're having fun, you're scoring points and and you're winning, then you see the people out there wanting to play. You see the effort, you see stuff like that. But, you you know, when you see somebody get benched and then they go to the bench and you get a little, you know, he stays sitting down and gives a little golf clap for one of the more explosive plays of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, again, like we talk about that stuff, like the energy, like that's what it is. Like you don't – no coach wants to see that. No fan wants to see that. If you make a mistake, you know, and you get pulled out, you walk to the bench, you take your lickings, you get your rest, you know, catch your breath, grab some water, and then you go back and and you prove it wrong and you do better. You know, that's just – and you got to be a good teammate. You got to raise your teammate up and well, my, like my comments last episode were exactly that. And he, he did he, it again. He played him out. He played him out again. Exactly. And that's again, one of those things. So, I mean, when you see just the effort and just the body language, body between language. Frank, Frank Howard and yeah. buddy Bayheim, the coach is going to pick buddy Bayheim a hundred percent of the time when you're playing like that. Right. Exactly. Bottom line. I, and he shoots 50% from three point. Line. The problem is, is that again, we're going to need Frank Howard to score a little bit, but also to be able to be a point guard, bring the ball up against heavy pressure, because I don't know if Buddy's there yet with that. What so. would you think of the behind-the-back pass from Howard? Was that... Uh... No comment. <laughs> oh, Jeff says, agree with Howard Bench. Really lost momentum when he rested battle, but he needs a break. Beheim much better overall, just not on offense. Just not on offense. I don't understand that. I was going to comment. No, on, he said, and he said, well, I think he's saying, and not just on offense. Oh, not just on offense. Like, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I think some of the fans are starting to see that because, again, I was, you know, you kind of question sometimes uh, the physicality, the speed, that kind of stuff, you know, athleticism of, you know, maybe a freshman or um, you just don't know. And right. we didn't know what we were going to get out of Buddy Beheim as far as defensively and stuff like that. I do still think he kind of struggles picking up, you know, full court press, stuff like that. But he's improved so much. And I think a lot of people, I, I mean, I know I've seen it. I've had conversations with my dad, my brother. They see it. In the last couple of games, he's been getting his hands on some balls up on the top of the two, three zone. And I think that's what that comment is, is that three steals in, against Boston College. I mean. You know, right. he, he didn't have any turnovers either. He played how many minutes did he play? I don't have that. Well, he was just it was just he's a headstrong player. Like he doesn't get out of it. Twenty three minutes. Twenty three minutes, no turnovers. 
23 minutes, no Six, turnovers. 16 was points. Very three, was very steals. efficient. Three steals. Uh, I mean, you can't argue that. No. You can't argue that's an efficient you can't game. Add, you can't argue stats and numbers. It's, math doesn't lie. Exactly. So, I mean, they want to – when you question it, I mean, if Frank Howard's playing good and he's hitting some of those shots, then Bayheim, Buddy Bayheim might not – Get all those minutes. If Frank Howard's been playing good all through ACC play, Buddy Beheim might not be playing much at all. I mean, I, right. I, I, you know, it comes down to what he shows in practice, and he might sprinkle him in, but he's not getting twenty something minutes. <clears throat> he's not getting twenty something minutes a game. No, I'd be willing to bet that the way he's played the last couple games is is probably even surprising to his father, as far as even like <laughs> yeah. as, as far as the ACC. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah, wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but he's going out there and he's playing and you can't, as a coach, I mean, people want to say daddy's boy and it's politics and this, this and that. I mean, go look at the box scores. If anybody who thinks that he's doing it because it's his kid, go look at the stats. The stats don't lie. No, stats don't lie, man. You know, if you need points and Frank Howard's not attributing to that, then he's going to put in somebody who's shooting about 50% from the three point line. He might lack in other different areas, but if what we what we need is scoring, he's going in. He's got Plain guys tr- ch- chasing Brissett or chasing Tyus. They're not rolling back in time. They're, he's getting these wide open looks. He's going to take them every time. Right, like you said way back when we got him. Uh, when we got him, when we signed him, you know, good old BB. He'll shoot your eye out. That's right. He will. And he's <laughs> he's doing it his freshman year. So that's right. Uh, I w- I will say there was. I might as well since you brought up. Uh, Oh, BB, I got another one from Anthony on Facebook. Buddy Buckets. Um, Buddy Buckets. Buddy Buckets. Uh, I like it. Jeff, I just did Jeff. Joe says, a win in the ACC is automatically good. Just keep winning the games you need to. Seven, eight, nine seed will be a lock. I mean, yeah, you win the games you need to, like we said. I think we got to try to pick up maybe two of these. A Wake Forest and two more? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're talking Wake Forest and two more. But yeah. again, I mean, we can once we get through this NC State thing, you know, then we can, then we can talk well, about the next the next six. Right. You exactly. Know, we'll talk third, about our last third, third and final final rough the gauntlet. gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so. good good point, Joe. Uh, 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 Joe R. A win in the ACC is automatically good. I would say most of them are the best most competitive i think my this is totally opinionated because uh, i don't know the numbers but the best most um competitive conference in the country is the acc I mean, just look at the top 25 yeah i think so right yeah uh let's see at d finn 01 on the bright side we got the w other than that frank was still absent and nothing from chuku we lost a 20 point lead late Elijah to me seems like he's been struggling since his head hit the since his head he hit his head off the floor. Um, <laughs> he hit his head hard. He did too. Yeah. Uh, he did. Uh, Elijah, I think sometimes just I don't I don't know I don't really know Joe. What, I mean, what do you see? It's so hard to read Elijah sometimes because I mean, there's been times where he was just getting he was just getting dogged by defenses. They're just on him. <laughs> Right. Well, I think. Well, dude. I mean, wasn't wasn't there a stat yesterday that said something like he's he's got like the most made three pointers in the ACC or something like that? Is it? I mean, no, I didn't see that graphic. But I mean, I could I be it. absolutely full of poop. But either way, I mean, he's got a lot. 
Yes, he's, he's got a lot. He's got a lot, and he gets a lot of attention. I don't blame. The only thing I see with Hughes. Well, that's the point. Yeah, they probably have a very good defensive player. Yeah, they have a game. They 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 scout Hughes for sure, and Buddy's going to be getting it soon too. So um, yeah, uh, it's true. But um, but with that's Hughes, going to open up stuff with other people. Uh, absolutely, that's the that's what's beautiful about it. But um, yeah. that's what happens when you have shooters. It's something we've missed for like a long time. Um, <laughs> but uh, like Ennis, maybe we talked about that. Uh, Hughes. The only thing I think I see with Hughes, though, that I can be real critical of is just his ball handling. We've talked about that. I'm not going to beat a dead horse about it. But oh yeah, no. It. I mean, he's he's got a little bit of sloppy ball handling. But again, I mean, sometimes he looks good. I think it all just depends on really who's on him and what kind of pressure he's got. I mean, I think he's still a relatively young player. Um, as far as that goes, and he's not in a – I don't know if he was coming into the position of this year thinking that he was going to have to be relied upon to score double digits. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think we need him a little bit more than probably what he thought his role was going to be this year. And and, and he's, he's responded in some games in which I think that's forced other teams to put better defenders on him. You know, hey, this is their three-point guy. If you're talking about anybody on Syracuse's team other than Buddy Beheim recently – for pretty much all the teams throughout the season, the the best shooter, three point shooter, is Elijah Hughes. Make sure he doesn't get him off. Yeah. And then if you then you play pressure D, and if you're forcing him to put the ball on the ground and drive, then every once in a while you're going to get a turnover, and it's going to look a little sloppy. And I think that's when when Elijah Hughes defers the shots to other people. Yeah. Um, which so yeah. he doesn't really get as aggressive as we might need him to be later on in the season. Well, definitely a couple, you know, next year and in, in, in years to come. But for right now, I think, you know, these games where they put a tough defender on him, I don't want to say push the issue, but you got to stop deferring and, and giving other people shots because he needs to know that he's got to shoot more, I guess, is, is really, yeah, you know, I'd rather, the- I'd rather him shoot more than, you know, Howard go one for nine. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, just, 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 you know, how many, how many minutes did Howard get? You have that? 21. How many minutes did Hughes have? 38. Okay. Uh, Hughes only shot the ball seven times to Howard's nine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, all right. At Salty, <laughs> War- <laughs> At Salty Warrior, BC is not that good. Beat decent teams, please. We should be blowing these cupcakes out of the dome. Um, wait, well, I mean, I part of me really, really um, can agree with that. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I really am. But it's just been my expectations that these games are going to be close no matter what. When has it ever been different? <laughs> well, we did beat my. Who did we beat by 20? Miami? We crushed yeah. Miami. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Miami almost beat North Carolina last night. Yeah, I know. We went in overtime. So, yeah, yeah but uh, at Salty Warrior, I feel, I feel you. But you know this team. You know by now. That that's few and far between, and we got one this year. Just be just be happy about that. At, no, just be happy about the win. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Exactly. At Oil Cuse, I was getting a little nervous there for a minute. The team played a lot better without Frank in the game. Buddy is the best shooter we've had in a long time. Bowman is very good for BC. Yes, Bowman is very good for BC. Yeah. And I hope we don't have to see him in any kind of tournament action. Um. You know, beating a team three times in a season is tough. I don't want to well, see Pitt either. The thing. the thing is, is that they don't have really a, like a lot of depth. Um, but he seems like a player that can just beat you. He can. 
<laughs> he can absolutely. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, th- oh yeah, a lot, getting a lot of the team played better with Frank on the bench or out of the game. So if you think I'm picking on Frank, go through the fan feedback and tell me <laughs> what I was supposed to pick <laughs> because it's no, all it's not it. picking on Frank. It's like again, it's an observation. You yeah, know, just and, like the yeah. team had expectations, you know, players have expectations too by right. fans. Sure, absolutely. And uh, yes, absolutely, especially in that position. At Tony Staffieri. Haha. Uh, got, <laughs> got the must win, but with slow starts and blown leads becoming a trend, we could be seeing how this movie ends in March. And that right there, I guess, kind of encapsulates what we were talking about before we started fan feedback, Joe. Right? I yeah. mean, uh, not not having Chuku play defense and not having Howard play offense, that's a bad combination. That's a real bad combination. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> so, that dog ain't going to hunt. That, 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 that's not going to work, like that, he said. I mean, right. it's – I think – I don't want to get too worried about, you know, pe- people coming back, having big leads and coming back, stuff like that. It's – in basketball, it's very, very hard to – when you get up that many points, then you kind of sometimes take the foot off the accelerator. And sometimes, you know, in, and especially in that in that sport more than others because of the amount of points that are scored, you know, there's windows that open to allow a team to maybe hit a couple shots, get some momentum, and make it a little bit closer than what it should have been. And some teams lose that way because they can't stop the bleeding and, and teams actually come back and win. But – um I think that for the most part, I mean, even Old Dominion, I mean, would you, I mean, I really wouldn't look at it as a huge comeback, right? What were we up ten and a half? We're at ten, yeah. But it was not like it wasn't like we it took ballooned the whole game it. though. It it wasn't. Or the, yeah, and the whole it, second it half. I'm sorry. Right, and it wasn't like we ballooned it to eighteen, right? right? Like making up ten points. So I mean, again, when you're winning up that much, I well, mean, I was surprised it didn't happen to Miami. Right. Well, like Coach said, if you're making the mistakes we were making after we were up 60 to 40, you're making those mistakes. They hit two threes and two twos, and all of a sudden your lead's cut in half. That's it. Right. Oh, it can happen. It happens quick. And bat in the eye. Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, At One more here. At Spudmall5, time to move on from Frank. Better give those minutes to develop someone for tournament next season. For tournament slash next season. Well, as you heard, Frank is... Uh, Frank's going to be our guy for the f- yeah. for the rest of the year. He's a senior. He's going through a rough stretch. I do. I I have you know. Um, Dude, he's I climbed hope, out of this fire before. Yeah, he's done it. He's done it before. But where where I'm at with Frank is that I we know he can do it, right? In just like you just said, he's climbed out of this fire before. We know he right. can do it. So. You know, if it's if we it's, have the can't we have the fans have the confidence in him that he needs well, that he lacks himself. Right, and you heard coach in the coach montage. So moving on from Frank's not going to happen. But I understand the sentiment. I do. You know, a lot of people saying that. But this was a BC team, and you know, I just don't know if 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 we can beat. Some of these other teams we just talked about. It. I don't know if we can beat these some of these other teams going down the stretch without Frank. He's got to play good. He's got. Well, to. then that's that's the thing is I didn't think that his a lot of his shot selections really weren't really. I didn't think that bad. No, and they he were. Was, and he was doing some of the things that we've been talking yes, about, getting to just, trying to get by the guy, get yeah, to the rim, but everything was short. Yeah, everything was short. So again, well, yeah, and we're dude, we're not gonna. You don't coach a team for the. I mean, obviously. 
you want the players that are going to be returning to get experience that are naturally going to do that. But you don't coach a whole season, especially in the middle of the season when you're 17 and seven, you don't coach for next year. You're not thinking about that. Jim Boeheim knows what's up. He knows that buddy is doing some things that I think that were probably pretty unexpected, especially considering how he's playing in the night conference. And it's been pretty much a breath of fresh air because he's allowed us to win some of these games. Yeah. When Joe wanted to redshirt him. Hey, 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 look, look. <laughs> I didn't think that Frank Howard was going to have these. I didn't think we were going to have these guard problems. I expected more from Kerry, and I definitely expected more from Frank Howard, especially yeah, he's I playing don't know. 40. Go ahead. You see what I'm saying? But I didn't have way, expectations for Kerry, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, I thought he was – I had higher expectations for Kerry than, than Buddy. But, again, that's where you want to talk prove. about a player I feel bad for. It's Jalen Kerry. No, dude. I mean, dude, you have to bide your time sometimes. You I know. know. It's just... So that's what it is. All I know is that Jim Beheim knows that this team this year, that the max to maximize the talent, Frank Howard has to be out there and playing good. So it's not a matter of if he's going to play. It's a matter of if he's going to get out of his head, and him and Beheim and the coaching staff is going to figure something out. Right. Well. Um, yeah. Going just going back to. To, to the original statement to move on from Frank, I, I understand it. A lot of people are are they're going there. They're fed up. So My dad said that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it from a lot of people I respect and basketball-minded Syracuse fans as well. Now, look, so, at some point, if he you, if you, if you continues to keep doing like Well, Coach this, said two more games. If he's going to be like this two more games, we'll re Well, I mean, he says that, but I, I mean, who knows how long it would actually be, but I just, you know, the rope is getting shorter and shorter, and, That's you know, true. he's trying to show him the whip, and he's not really responding. He's not. But, look, he just needs to he just needs to get out of his own head. We all know what he can do, and this team isn't going to make the run that they want to make unless he is out there doing it. So, yeah. just so, the bottom line, man. Anyways, yeah, that ends fan feedback. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for participating in fan feedback. Love hearing from you, folks. It was brought to us by my bookie. Uh, if you've never bet online, I would do your research first. If you have bet online before, then you know what you're getting into. Either way, go to my bookie if you're going to do it. I only recommend service that's been good to me. That's why I'm, I would urge you to go to my bookie. You win, they pay. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit. Uh, with a 50% bonus, use promo code QS25 to activate that offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And uh, it was the one and only BG left the uh, Apple Podcast review, five-star review we read on the show last episode. Um, he, I didn't get an email. I'm shocked. I'm trying to give him free stuff. I didn't, I didn't get an email. So... Email give us, it time, give it time. Email know. us at qsmosh at gmail.com and give me your address and I'll get that stuff out. And for everybody else, you want free stuff, go ahead. And, yeah, we're not asking you to lie, but if you like the show, go rate us um, 20 stars. If they can't, if there's not an option for 20, just do five. I think that's modest, right? <coughs> and leave, yeah. leave a, so leave a five-star review and in a, in a wonderful comment. And if I read it on the air, you too can win some stuff. It's as simple as that. And Joe Syracuse heads to your neck of the woods, buddy. What? Wednesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. 
The Syracuse Orange in North Carolina first met in 1990. The two teams played five times prior to uh, the Orange joining the ACC, with the Orange leading the series at 4-1. Since joining the ACC, they have split 3-3. Three and three. It sits at 7-4 and four right now in favor of the Orange. One of those wins for North Carolina State would come in the Orange's first ever ACC turning appearance, getting upset by the Wolfpack, 66-63. The Wolfpack sit at 17-7 overall, but uh, they had a decent non-conference, but their conference is uh, scheduled with the ACC. Our record is 5-6. They've won most of the games that they should in the ACC, so with the exception of Wake Forest beat them. Uh, A buzzer beater against Clemson, they won that one, and a 66-65 loss to UVA. Um, And the craziest thing I ever saw was 24 total points in a game uh, at this level from a team that's pretty decent. 24 points against Virginia Tech just over... Uh, just about a week ago. So, um, yeah. And we all we all know senior Torn Dorn. He averages 13.6 points a game. Uh, he's 47.5 percent from the field. He's got two guys behind him averaging double digits as well. A team as a team, they're shooting 47 percent from the field, 37 percent from three, and 69.9 percent from the line. Joe, um, yes, sir. We, we've talked. You're going to be there, right? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So we've talked about their win against Auburn. It's really the only, the only like when when Auburn was what ranked what eleventh, seventh. Yeah, seventh. Um, that was that was a good win for them. Non conference play. What they've done in ACC play is with with the exception of our win against Duke is what we're doing. We're winning the, we're winning the games we should, and right. um, you know, kind of. Yeah, you know, we've got blown out a couple times, so have they. But so, what do you see, buddy? I see a team that's been struggling recently. They pulled out a, a win at Pitt yesterday. Uh, Another close one. So, yeah, it was a close one, but I mean, we know what the deal is with with going to Pitt. Um, I know that, uh, like you said, they uh, Torn Thorns, their leading scorer, and um, you know, six five senior, um, pretty good player. Uh, yeah, excellent player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, their new, well, second-year coach from um, UNC Wilmington, uh, I think it's Kevin Keats, he uh, had somebody transfer from Wilmington, C.J. Bryce, a player, C.J. Bryce. He sat, sat out last year, um, and he's playing this year, and he's their second-leading scorer. He's He's been a really, really good <laughs> scorer as well, and, and he's he's impressed me. He's a 6'5 uh, junior guard. So that's two tall guards. Um, Markel Johnson, Johnson and Braxton Beverly uh, are both around six foot six one guards, and all four of those guys start. And those that's I mean that's your your top four scores. Um, all guards. And then the all guards, yes. And then um, the other guy that they they start there, uh, Wyatt Walker. He's a senior forward at six nine. So that's been their starting lineup for the past couple of games. I know they've switched up a couple of different times because of injuries and stuff like that. But um, they play a solid. Like they have nine guys that, that average over fifteen minutes, and they they press. They're going to be fresh. in your face, huh? Keeping them fresh. Yes, they keep them fresh, and like I said, they press. They play. Um, they play. They try to speed the game up. So again. Uh, you don't really know. This is just going to be one of those games you really don't know how it's going to work. Uh, they like to huck up a lot of threes. 
Um, and again, they just play play fast to try to get you to make mistakes. Um, and they try to, and like I said, with the guards and everything, they, they do shoot a lot of um, three-point sh- uh, shots. So, uh, I mean, it's going to come down a lot to, again, I think with Frank Howard, I think we're going to need him because I don't see this as Tyus Battle being able to play the whole game, basically bringing the ball up the court. It's one of those things where that's kind of tiring when they make you do that and make you work for it every single time. And they're definitely going to make us work for it. They're going to try to tire us out. So we're going to have to sub out and we're going to have, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see a majority of everybody that he, that you, that plays there's that, that has gotten minutes um, in this game, but um, they're going to try to wear us down and they're going to try to make us to make mistakes and kind of makes me a little nervous. And then they shoot threes too. So that's really the two biggest things that I'm going to look at. And it's, is, and, and, and it's like, which Syracuse team is going to show up? That's what makes me nervous. Well, and I talk to <laughs> NC State fans, and they say the same thing about NC State. Oh, okay. Because again, well, because again, I mean, just like you said, a week ago, they saw their team score 24 points. Was that at home? Yes, it, it was. It was at home. Oh yeah, one of the people, one of the guys I work with, is at the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he said it was awful. So. <laughs> Either way, um, you know that's just, it's just it is just the breaks because Virginia Tech they have good defense. You know that was I think a little bit after um, we I think it was the next game after we played Virginia Tech. I don't know what happened to Justin Robinson, but he was in a boot. He didn't even play against them that game. Yeah, you have a team that averages what eighty two points a game. Yeah, and they scored twenty four against uh, Justin Robinsonless Virginia Tech. And then yeah. in the next game they come out and they score ninety six points at North Carolina. They're like triple what they scored so i mean i talked to a lot of the, the fans because obviously you know i'm down here and uh i run into a lot of fans talk to them and they are just frustrated you know come looking at the non-conference they had oh man they were they were all over the they were so excited they thought they had such a good that we beat number seven auburn oh they lost one that. game yeah, it, when it was at Wisconsin by four, it was a good yeah, game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they were pumped up. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to him. He's like, oh, I just don't know. I just think it's just another mediocre year. So, I don't know. We're going to go through the gauntlet. We might not even make the tournament. Like, that's the kind of stuff that you're talking about. So, um, they thought they saw something different coming. And uh, it's kind of kind of taking a turn a little bit. But, again, they, like we talk about it, the ACC is tough. And they still have the good the numbers right there. I'm 17 and seven overall. I mean, they're, they haven't been great in the ACC, but again, they're still in in the dance. So, and they're still a formidable team. And again, we always talk about matchups, and that's going to be what, like, again, what I look for. I'm going to look for, uh, you know, their three point shooting and how we take care of the ball and handle their press and, and pressure and everything like that. It's going to be the main things. Um, it, this that, is a. That, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Uh, this is another quad one game, okay, because it's on the road. And I think that we need to capitalize on on one of these quad one games. And I think this is a this this one, Clemson, um, those two are away games. Right. And I think they're winnable games. Not that the others aren't winnable. I'm just, you know. Right, I get a, it, yeah. You know. On a, on, a, on a level, these are the two that stick out to me that I think are totally feasible <clears throat> to get these wins. So going into NC State Wednesday night, I hope we see a prepared Syracuse basketball team that's right. ready to run. 
I don't mind when they run. I think Tyus Battle is freaking dangerous. When- well, and that's the one thing is are they going to allow them to get it? If you know, as Syracuse, are they going to run the kind of press that kind of just makes Syracuse take down clock to where they can pass it back and forth like they normally do just to get up the court? Or are they going to be like in your face and they're going to be able to dribble by you and actually like create a fast break situation? Right. And it's those it's those kind of things that you don't really know. Uh, I do know that that Markel Johnson is is one hell of a defensive player, and he's going to be given Howard fits. And um, you know C.J. Bryce Dorn, we both know they can score. Braxton Beverly's three point shooter, uh, Wyatt Walker, big body down low that Chuku's going to struggle with. Um, they got a six ten sophomore D.J. Funderburk who comes off the bench that creates a little bit of havoc with Devin Daniels, a sophomore six, five sophomore guard that can come out and shoot threes. I mean, they, they have guys out there, but again, like talking to the the NC state fans down here and listening to some of the sports radio, they're just, they're as, they're as inconsistent as we are. Right. Especially in the, in that, you know, their offense is basically good, but usually when they play a good defense, they struggle. So, um, again, it all depends on how they handle, our zone and how they shoot, in my opinion. Um, hopefully Chuku and can show up and not allow as many offensive rebounds. And hopefully Howard can can show up. And because I'm telling you right now, I mean, if Howard can't get the ball against up up the court against Markel Johnson, I don't know who else is going to be able to on the team, other than maybe Tyus Battle. So there's little things that I'm looking at. Obviously, we we always want to look at the turnovers and. You know, rebounding, make sure that's not too much, and the free throws, the stuff that we can handle, you know, not being sloppy. Uh, but, um, Brissett's got to play the way he's been playing. Tyus, we don't even need to worry about almost. And, you know, who knows? I mean, I know Jalen Carey's kind of butterfinger sometimes, but maybe we see some of him in that sprinkled in there. Maybe, maybe. Well, we might need to if it comes down to ball handling and using your speed to get to get across court and down the court. Uh, But again, I I do like your, your, what you said about percent. Those are going to be the little things because from what I've seen, unless they change the starting lineup, uh, they're not too big. So uh, Wyatt Walker, that six, nine forward, he's going to be guarding the center, whoever that may be at any given time, whether it's Chukwu Sidibi or, or Dolce. And then um, you're going to have a six, five guard, Trying to guard Brissett. Yeah. So again, I mean, that's really he's take advantage you know, of that matchup, man. He's got to be able right. to drive to the rim and, and yeah. get the they rebounds. Only, the rebounds, have, please. Right. They only have three players that they regularly play that stands six taller than six five. Playing so, four guards is risky, I think, against us. But then again, they can shoot th- the rock. So Well, if you move the ball around and they can shoot and then they go out there and they get the pressure, you know? I mean, yeah. if they gotta if they gotta break a press and Brissett's gotta get the ball and break the press, then that's advantage them. Sure. Now if we get to half court and we can get Brissett in some motions and get him to the point where he can get in and, and get some position down low, then hopefully he can take advantage of that. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's another thing that that we definitely are going to need Tyus is going to need to do his thing um big guys are going to have to do little stuff and obviously Brissett's probably going to be the matchup where we're going to have the biggest mismatch so all right well hey Wednesday February 13th at what time folks what time 2000 hours eight o'clock yes yeah. yes gonna be so a late exciting. night <laughs> and then um obviously we'll get back here like we always do the day after the game, 
to give you our thoughts. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you, as always. I would like to thank Tix Blitz, uh, my bookie, Armchair All Americans, JP Mulligans. Go there, like their Facebook page. They have specials. Well, they do what? They do their happy hour every Monday through Friday. Uh, yep. At uh, four to six, they get to get a wings, and then they got the wingies, and they got the burgers, and then they got uh, Labatt's blue dollar off Labatt blues during SU basketball games. So go there, yeah. like their Facebook page, to give away tickets. What's not to love? Um, <laughs> right. Also, thanks James on guitar, and um, all of you. Thank you for listening. And uh, that'll be it for us. More Cuse Militia podcast is inevitable. For Joe, I'm Sean. We are out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.